It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we're... Friday Night Games. We want to immerse you into our love of the hobby by educating and entertaining you through our board gaming adventures. Our podcast lands every Friday and we create content for Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. This episode is sponsored by TabletopRenaissance.ca, located in our hometown of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. They just launched their web store, so go check out TabletopRenaissance.ca for your board game and tabletop miniature needs. In this episode, we're going to dive into board game expansions. We will discuss if they are needed and how many is too many. So, John... Why did you want to talk about board game expansions? You know what? We've never talked about Everdell, I don't think, on our podcast. Really? And you know, and you know how much I love this game. Yeah, you've owned it for almost a year and over... A year and a half-ish, yeah. yeah. So, I, so I chose the topic because, you know, Everdell's one of my favorite games. I, it just finished its final Kickstarter campaign, and Everdell's just been a, a game that my wife and I really connected with each other over the board game hobby. In case you didn't know, Everdell is a dynamic worker placement tableau building game. You are trying to build one of the best cities using the cards you acquire in the game by paying resources that your workers are getting during each season. It's a beautiful game designed by James A. Wilson with amazing artwork by Andrew Bosley. The table presence is amazing. There's a beautiful 3D, what they call the Evertree that sticks out. And the expansions just add so much to the board. It's a giant game. So at the beginning of our first lockdown, (laughs) the first lockdown, I snagged the first expansion that came out, Pearlbrook, and I just was hooked. Just and like I needed to get this complete game because I just had missed the campaign for the follow-up expansions, Belfair and Spirecrest. So there was this I had to wait for it to come to retail, but as soon as it landed, I went to our local game store, snagged them both, and I loved what those added to the game. And then I got word that another two expansions were coming out this year, New Leaf and Mistwood on Kickstarter. So I I went and grabbed those and then I got some, you know, add-ons and stuff that were I'm excited for. But however, this is the final expansion for this game because the creators felt that it was time. And honestly, like the campaign made over $6 million and so this game comes that makes the game of like five expansion plus like upgrade components and stuff like that. Okay, let's let's dive into Everdell for a second. I've only played it once with you about a year and a half ago. How do we play the game again? Do you remember? I mean, oh, you, you yeah. Know. Just explain <laughs> to me. Explain to me to refresh my mind. So the game is played over three seasons. So you have fall, sp- summer. Sorry, how do how do how do seasons work? Spring, summer, and fall. March, March, July, August, and uh, November. Yes. So each season, you get a set of workers that go and collect resources for you, and those resources are used to purchase used to purchase cards to build your city. The point of the game is you're trying to build a city of 15 cards that has like instructions and critters and stuff like that, and then based on what you play, you. You can earn bonus points for the the extra stuff that is available for points. So when you you play a card to populate your city, and those might get you more resources or score points, give you abilities. It's really a good hand management. Some cards interact with each other, so you want to make sure that you can lay those cards down so you can kind of gain the most out of 
what's available to you. And then when you're out of resources, out of out of workers, you prepare for the next season. So you call all your workers back and then you get more workers as you go through the seasons. The summer seems to be like the longest where you can kind of do the most because you get two pairs of, of workers. And that's about it in a nutshell. It's all coming back to me now. And I thought one of the cool mechanics was that as you play cards, they give you special abilities or extra spots to place your workers that gain you more and more. So as the game progresses over the three seasons, by season three, it's not only longer because you have more workers, it's longer because your town is like creating more things as you play your workers. Right. And what's really, what I think is really cool about the game too, is that even though you're playing against the, your opponents, you're kind of playing your own game. So I can be in a totally different season than you are on your turns, depending on what I'm doing. Right. Because you're in a different part of the world than me right. in this game. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really... I think the con- this concept's cool. You play at your own pace, and then, you know, once you finish off... I think it, it ends like you when, you... when you're done, you're done, and then everyone has to finish, correct? I don't think it just stops. Like, how does the game end? Once you can't do anything else on your last season. So you could finish, you know, several turns ahead of me, right. and then I just you know, play out the rest of my turns. I think right. that that's also a very cool thing too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big game. So that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Right. And, and it is, I think, it, you know, it is for everybody. I think everyone should play it. It's an amazing game. If you haven't played it, you should pick it up. It's definitely available now. <laughs> so you definitely <laughs> okay. should, you would be able to pick it up and you should go pick it up if you have never played it. Okay. So now that we've discussed that and you refresh my memory. Okay. So how many expansions did you say there were? You said there was... Uh, oh, there's five. So there's, so there's Pearlbrook, Belfair, Spirecrest, New Leaf, and Mistwood. Am I right? You're correct, sir. Okay. So let's go through those. What is Pearl? So what does Pearlbrook add? So Pearlbrook was the first expansion. Oh, it's not Pearlbrook. Um, it, it's Pearlbrook. Pearlbrook. Yes. I keep yes. saying Pearlbrook. Oh, <laughs> Pearlbrook. Yes. It introduces a sideboard to the to the original game board so like an extra piece of the board there it gives you frog ambassadors so basically it's another worker and only those workers can can navigate through pearlbrook they're there to gather a new resource which is pearls which allow you to meet aquatic creatures and build like kind of like underwater constructions pearls are actually really tough to acquire so you have to really manage it properly but they give you like a ton of points in the end game and then there's other like bonus points you can get if you do certain things along the game as well okay what about belfair belfair was actually it was one that i wasn't like super excited for but when i got it i, I was actually like pretty happy that i didn't ignore it so it, it gives the game rules for five to six players it also gives player powers and kind of a place to house your resources just like a resource board mm-hmm. so the player power is really cool it just gives like you kind of pick a critter and they they let you do certain things on your turn that you normally wouldn't be able to do it has a market location i think you can purchase like extra things for points and then there's things called garland awards which are shared end game goals Okay. And then you kind of, when you, when you play Belfair, you kind of choose what you want to use. So you don't have to, you don't have to use everything as well. And it, and it eliminates the use of the tree as well. You can put like the cards in the middle, but the tree is a nice thing to look at. So I keep it up. Oh, that makes sense. Because if you, so the game is originally for four player, one to four players, I think, correct? One to four players. Yeah. Right. So I guess that kind of makes sense. The more players you have the tree, which if you didn't know, is like this 3d built out of cardboard tree that you put extra items and workers and seasons on, I guess it mm-hmm. would make sense to move that 
if you had more players so it's easily reachable right i guess that makes a lot of sense to me okay and you know what my next question is so go through Spirecrest. what is that what does that add so this is probably my favorite expansion of the three that oh, are available right now whoa okay so it adds another layer to the to the game board and it offers more workers so these rabbits that move through the Spirecrest region it also offers like big critters so they're like they're bigger meeples that your workers can ride on that give helpful abilities in the game but what's really cool is there's weather cards so each season you flip a weather card and it does something negative to the game so it kind of like takes abilities away from you and it's kind of just like a, a hindrance to that, that season mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool all right and like what what is the you said the bigger meeples give like a bonus what type of bonus it's just like player powers for the things i don't know like directly offhand okay but they're just like they might be able to i think one is like i think if you have the bear you get more berries Ooh. as resources more and stuff like that berries get it more berries yes <laughs> wow that's a punny joke right there that i boop, neither boop, of us boop. laughed at <laughs> <laughs> so sweet okay now let's dive into the two new ones that were kickstarted i don't know how much you know about this but if you yeah. don't we could look it up i guess uh there's not a ton of information on them i know when they were just when they were releasing stuff to content creators it was just basically a couple of the new cards that were in play and that's it so they don't they didn't really get to see what the new boards or anything looked like but new leaf adds like a train station to the right side of the board a train station yeah and there's like there's new critters constructions and there's like new events and cards to draw visitors to your city so i assume like the more visitors you get the more kind of kind of points you'd probably get at the end of the game so i'm excited to see what that adds okay what about mistwood so in mistwood it adds it makes the game kind of like a new game for one to two players which is kind of cool and then it brings out a new villain called Nightweave who wants to take over Everdell and she is a big spider with a top hat that's with a top hat yes (laughs) so you have to like recruit heroes that will help transform your farms and stuff like that but what's cool about this in the original the base game there is a character in like the lore of Everdell called Rugwart who is like kind of like a rat king evil guy who when you play solo that's who you're trying to beat in the game so it's pretty cool so i'm glad that there's kind of like another villain in the story so i'm interested to see what these two expansions add to the base game you know they they say they don't recommend playing all of the expansions together (laughs) because it's a lot lot and uh, i did play like pearl brook spirecrest and belfair all at once and it was like it was a lot to manage so i don't know if you get like the full you know i don't know if you get like a sweet experience with it but but yeah that's everdell in a nutshell you missed one what i miss yeah it's not really an expansion it's the big box of storage <laughs> oh yeah no it's that's, really just, that's just, just yeah that's just it. what i that's I, just what i uh, what i added to my my pledge so that i can just put it on the shelf <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, let's let's just analyze this for a second. So the game itself is what sixty dollars or something, or is it more? I think it was like eighty bucks Canadian, yeah. Okay, so the game itself is sixty. It's like seventy dollars. So after tax, right. you're hitting eighty, right? Now, okay, so the expansions, Pearl Brook is fifty, Sp- mm-hmm. Spirecrest is fifty, New mm-hmm. Leaf is sixty, Belfair is forty, and Misswood is sixty. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So that is a lot 
of money. That is a lot of money, right? That's like 200, 300, 100. Don't tell me how much I spent on this thing, man. <laughs> you just you just want to spend your money and not think about it, eh? And here I am like putting like <laughs> dollar signs to it. Listen, I got the big box of storage to put everything oh, in the box. I got the I got the upgraded tree so that the tree's now made of wood. Mm-hmm. You know how much and pizza we could buy with that? Yeah. Uh, we could make yeah, Everdell a out of pizza. So good. Yeah, true. Okay, that's a lot, but okay, so that's that's cool. I, I kind of like the idea behind Mistwood. It actually is the one that kind of really gets at me because I, you know, me, I play a lot, a lot of my games solo, right? So if I were to ever get Everdell, I would, I probably would skip everything <laughs> and just get Mistwood. To be honest. Okay, well that's that's all right. Cool. Which expansion do you think you like? Do you need? Does does a person who bought Everdell and they're like, "Man, I love this game. I need to get another expansion." What do you think they should get? Like, what would you recommend? Let's let's give a kind of a conclusion to our listeners here. So if they ever they if they're thinking about Everdell and we just convinced them to go out and buy it, what would they look forward to? in an expansion like which one would be their favorite i mean it depends if you're a completionist or not i think out of the ones that i have the one that offers kind of the the one that offers the least is probably belfair Mm-hmm. Well, let's have a big group of people, right? Because then it ups it to five and six. Yeah. So but I think out of the three expansions, I have Pearl Books probably like the metest of them all. Okay. I think Spirecrest should just be part of the base game. Why did you think Pearlbrook was meh? Just be because you feel like you're adding on a whole nother part of the game that doesn't necessarily have to be there while Belfair and Spirecrest interact with the game itself. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, probably. Like I said, the it's like a water board. Only one, only the Frog Ambassador can go there. The pearls are like super expensive to get or like it's very hard. I'm oh, sorry, the pearls aren't hard to get, but like the things... You need a lot of pearls to do stuff, and it's just, like, it's hard to get it all done. Mm-hmm. And especially for, like, the events and stuff like that where you get points. It's just, like, so it's a lot to do. So because Pearlbrook is, like, its its own side game, you're like, well, it kind of detracts from the main game itself. So that's why it's the most meh to you? Yeah. Okay. Just trying to get out yeah, of yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just that's just what it is. It's just like you're doing a lot, and I think for, for like little payoff. But I think what the other two expansions that I have add is worth it, especially like the player powers from Belfair. You know, especially because resources are actually resources are actually pretty difficult to get because you know, you know, you have a finite amount of workers, right? So you really have to work on the comboing of your cards to get many, or sorry, to get more resources. And which which is the luck of them being flipped over, right? Exactly. But what the player power gives you, you're saying with the player power, you're getting this extra ability that helps you speed up the game basically right and then i like i said with spirecrest the i really dig the like weather cards so the 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 stuff that hinders the game and the gameplay so like yo you can't collect berries or you can't you can't go to this location so it just it makes the game a little bit harder Mm -hmm. especially if you're trying to strategize using certain locations and you're like oh i can't can't go there this time Mm -hmm. and then the other two i haven't played so i don't know right okay so in my mind this is what i got out of it right so pearlbrook is like an extra thing when you get bored with the game it's not the greatest but it adds another element that you can play with and it kind of detracts from the main game belfair is a must i would say that you you kind of sold belfair as almost a must i think it's a must if you want more people right yep. you want a faster game it's a must if you want if you have over four people then it's a must spirecrest you're kind of telling me that the weather is one of the best components like how it affects the game so if you're if you kind of are bored with the main game spirecrest is going to add a little bit of change right mm-hmm. and then obviously never we don't know anything about new leaf <laughs> 
<laughs> Although that it's another game. But Mistwood, I mean, I don't need to play it to know that it seems like it's a sol- very solo game, right? So if you're yeah. if you're a player who plays a lot of solo, then Mistwood would be almost be a must for you. Right. That's what that's that's what that kind of tells me. So it's kind of neat that all their expansions add these little different things, I guess. Like yeah. other than Pearlbrook being a meh. <laughs> It's cool that like Mistwood, Belfair, and Spirecrest are actually like, hey, you know, this is like transform your game into what you, how you play it, right? Right. Like that's kind of neat. And actually, now that I think about it, the player powers make sense because if you have five or six players, the game's going to be a, a lot longer. So player powers would speed it up. Yes. But you're telling me it speeds up the main game anyway. So that's also good. Yeah. It was cool to play. Yeah. I, I usually just play Everdell two players. So, I mean, it was fine having player powers as well so okay so if you're to drop an expansion which one would you drop probably pearl brook all right and if you had to like definitely could only buy one spire bam there you go there you go listeners john has said it <laughs> spire crest is the have to have and pearl brook is the drop i actually think belfair would be my go-to or mistwood because even though i haven't played either of them i feel like speeding up the game is beneficial and then playing solo is beneficial. Yeah. Well, you can play the base game solo anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, for for sure. But I think like if you're a solo player, Miss Wood would add more, you know, more solo content. Right. It's pretty neat. Well, there you go. Okay, so it, would you say Everdell's better with the expansions, or do you think it? I don't know. Do you do you think that Everdell? needs expansions i mean the base game is great on its own but i think the expansions just add a lot of value to the game and it makes the game enjoyable and different every time you play it Hmm. okay yeah sweet so there we go we concluded on everdell i'm glad we got to talk about it that you actually got to talk about your like favorite game i think that's like it is your favorite game eh yeah it's been a while since i played it though so i gotta get back on the table well it's cool that like brit will play with you yeah so that's neat Okay, so you asked me what my favorite game with expansions was, or a game that I play that has a lot of them, right? I think that's what you asked me. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah, I want to. I want to know. I want to know if you think expansions in general are needed, hmm. and if you have any favorites as well. I would love to know. Okay, so I, I actually wrote down two games that have expansions. And I wrote them down for different reasons. So the first one, okay, I'll just say that I'll say both of them and then we'll talk about them. So the first one is Bargain Quest and the second one is Marvel. It's really just any LCG, but specifically Marvel Champions and or Arkham Horror, <laughs> the LCG, right? So, and you're laughing because you know exactly where I'm going to go with that. <laughs> and uh-huh. I'm sure you as a listener is laughing because you know exactly where I'm going to go with that too. You know, so Bargain Quest is, well, I guess I'll describe it. So it's a game where you're playing as a storekeep and you're fighting monsters and you're basically recruiting heroes, equipping them with items, taking their money, and then having them fight monsters. And the player who wins is basically the person with the most money at the end of the game. But you are trying to defeat the monsters too. That's kind of like a little small little side thing. So the base game is good but the black market expansion adds this sort of like black market feature so first it adds a couple different more employees that are a little more seedy and a little more awesome and then you kind of get more upgrade functions similar to display and storage upgrades but they come at the cost of stars and basically when you when you when you do things like that you get you know more cards or more cards to put down your display to attract heroes and stuff like that so it's Mm -hmm. pretty powerful but i actually so you know i think you played with me i think i played it with bill and and i think we all had the same conclusion is that when we played the base game it was good but once we added the black market expansion it was almost like a necessity play 
Right. Because it added a whole other element to the game. Like you're using a whole other strategy to play. So it kind of added several strategies. So in my mind, I'm like, that game is good, but it became way better with the expansion. So it almost needed an expansion to become really good. That's fair. And then this second set of games, they're basically made to have expansions. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Marvel Champions and Arkham Horror, the living card games or LCGs, they have like so many expansions and they just keep coming out with them. And you don't have to, well, you have to buy the base game, but then you don't have to buy every expansion. You could just buy whatever you want. But then they also release hero packs and they release like extra side quests or in Arkham Horror, they'll have like, oh, you need to do this arc. And the arc is like, you have to buy like seven things to play the arc. So, there, so there's a lot of cards. There's a lot of everything. And it's just like, wow, this this is clearly made to print money, basically. Right. Um, and and one could argue that it's a, there's two, there's two forms of it. So first of all, I just want to say that I actually love both Marvel Champions and both Arkham Horror a lot like a real lot enough for me to invest in a whole arc in Arkham Horror and for me to get more expansions from Marvel Champions but it just seems like there is you spend a lot of money <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> just spend a lot of money and it always seems like I don't know there just seems like so much coming out that eventually I'm gonna get sick of it but then again Arkham Horror is on its like sixth or seventh arc so I don't know people people buy it up and then there's also that kind of buyer's remorse where I'm like I want to play all of it but I don't have the time to play all of it and it's very expensive yeah you know to invest in Arkham Horror arc you're talking like almost 200 bucks dude that's a lot right that's a lot yeah and then like you know Marvel Champions the game itself was like $50 this is all this is all in Canadian by the way to our listeners so <laughs> you know it's like 50 60 dollars for the base game and then if you want to play four players you gotta buy like a whole nother base game and you're like oh, come on <laughs> but I, I I will say like I love it and one thing I love about Marvel Champions specifically Marvel Champions is that I could buy different Marvel decks I don't have to buy everybody like let's say I want to play Doctor Strange I'm going to go buy Doctor Strange, you know? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have to buy everything. But, man, there's so much, and it's so addicting, and a ton of fun. But, you know, I so I, I think, like, those games have too many expansions, but at the same time, they're also made to have too many expansions. And then Bargain Quest needed an expansion to be better. Right. I mean, I think with, like, Marvel Champions, you know, you're going to... Superheroes are very, like, special to people, right? So... Yeah, you get the base game, but hey, it doesn't have your favorite hero or or whatever. And then like an expansion comes out or the hero packs or whatever come out. You know, they're going to buy like I'll, I will buy that one. You know what I mean? Like instead of buying every single one. Right. 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 So I think I think for that, you like you, don't, you wouldn't need all of them. I think you would just kind of pick and choose. Yeah. But imagine it was Batman, John. You would buy all the Batman ones. Right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so and that's how they win, right? They win because you're going to buy them all. <laughs> and so right. if you're a really huge Marvel fan, you're going to buy all of them, right? Right. <laughs> so they win. All right. So let's let's discuss if expansions are needed. What do you, what do you think? Do you have an opinion? I think it depends if they're needed. I, I don't think every single board game ever created needs an expansion. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're coming out with expansions for the sake of coming out with an expansion, I mean, I don't really have an example of this, but actually, you know, I do have an example. Games like on Kickstarter, for example, they're like, oh, kickstart this and get the expansion. Well, it's like, this is the, your first game. Like, why not just make that part of your base game anyway, right? Oh, you're going to you're gonna like what I wrote, or you're going to like my thoughts in a second. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Keep going. So I think, I think if you're going to release an expansion just for the sake of, like, doing something extra, that 
kind of pointless. Just add it to your base game. Games that where the expansions add value or they add extra players or stuff like that, or they further the story align along, then yeah, sure. Give me all the expansions you want. But at some point, I'm probably going to stop playing your game. There's a billion games out there. I'm, I'm going to add to that. I guess like yeah. when you think about Arkham Horror, that is sort of like a storyline. So they're adding more games onto a storyline and that's kind of a big difference right so you're right. so you want to keep the storyline rolling you're gonna keep buying to see how it concludes so i get that marvel champions is not like that though there's not really a storyline it's kind of like an arcadey thing you jump in a story right. you play it anyway sorry just wanted to point that out that i actually agree i like that aspect of like yeah keep the story rolling i really do like that right and i think if a game company releases an expansion for a game like if there's a little bit of time that has lapsed between when the base game came out and this expansion it's going to make me want to play that game again because like how often do we play games more you know more than a handful of times well specifically us yeah (laughs) right you know getting a getting a game you know like everdell with all these expansions each expansion i bring the game back on my table to try it out Mm -hmm. right so i like that aspect of it so i think it puts the game on the table more for me that's kind of where i stand i i don't know if i think they're needed in a way where it needs to for me it needs to like i said needs to add value it needs to expand the story for me and it needs to be enjoyable it shouldn't just feel like you're adding something on just for the sake of it so that's interesting because that kind of rolls into my points a little bit you know i i didn't actually think about keeping the story going i actually thought about keeping the money going (laughs) (laughs) yeah that too because i was like oh you know lcg and arkham horror a lot of it is like, hey, we're going to make another expansion. Each expansion, you know, like I said, every expansion is like 200 bucks for uh, Arkham Horror. Marvel Champions is, you know, buy whatever you want, but you're still going to pay $50 for like a base expansion. Right. And in my mind, it's like, ah, oh, just keep the money rolling as in like keep building this stuff. People will buy it and why not break it up into small little pieces and people will buy it and you'll make more money, right? Mm-hmm. Just a small thought. But the other but the other two main points was that marketing is one reason. And th- these are just my opinions. Like, I don't know. It's somewhat true with some games, but not true for all. So basically use it to sell more games. You know, there are a lot of good games and you're kind of hitting on this with Everdell that might need a lot mm-hmm. of small boost to get their games out there. You know, Everdell, I don't know how much, but you're right. Like it does get the game back to the table. But for for instance, What a Wonderful World, or it, no, sorry, It's a Wonderful World. Right. So that game is a really cool overlooked engine builder, and it's it's a really good game. But the one problem they have is that it's not really well known, right? So what do they do? They basically created an expansion to get it kind of back on your table to kind of get it out there again. And that's... Yeah kind of like i feel like it's kind of sad because it's not being rep represented as much as some other games and it's actually better than a lot of games yeah don't they have like another i don't know if it's an expansion but like yeah they have another two expansions like a solo uh, like a solo campaign thing and then like extra expansion for the game which which is good it's good i i you know i own the game i don't own the expansions but i do like the fact that that will come back to my table but it's sad that they almost needed to do that to kind of get more credit to the game maybe i think aren't they coming out with like two not expansions but like games in the world of they are yeah 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 you're right one is knights or something i don't remember what the other one was yeah and that's and that's the thing like they had but they had to do that right because it the game wasn't selling as well as it could be right it's an amazing game right 
and it just isn't really like people just aren't into it i don't know if they're just their marketing's wrong i have no idea and then my other thought was that if you're like a small game company you're gonna Mm -hmm. and you kind of produce through kickstarter you're gonna want to hit another expansion to kind of get more people interested and i think that's what like canvas did right so canvas basically right they they were they had a successful kickstarter don't get me wrong but then they're like oh yeah okay we're successful and it's easy because they could just release more pictures canvas is a game Mm -hmm. where you're basically laying these like see-through elements on top of each other to make a painting but basically they're like oh we could just release this extra expansion and then re-kickstart it to kind of do their second print it kind of funds their second printing of the game yeah so it's it's smart and like you know cartographers kind of did it also even though cartographers is kind of well, I guess the company who makes it isn't huge, but they did it to kind of get more people to support it, right? Mm-hmm. So so my thoughts is like, yeah, it's, it's needed to kind of like get it back on your table, get more interest in it, sell more of the original copy right and then and then you said right. it yeah i i totally agree with this conclusion that yeah it, it is sometimes necessary to keep the story rolling when you have a, a game that relies on story so there you go there's our conclusions for that that's very very good very good points cool. so how much is too much oh <laughs> <laughs> so i was looking today kind of trying to get like a, an answer okay. as to like what's too much and Man, there's just some things that just have a lot. So you're looking at oh, Carsicone is like 59 and counting. 59, what? No, no. Lord Cars- of the Rings Carsicone doesn't have 59 expansions. There's no way, does it? Ah, uh, man, look at it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking at what people are saying on this thread here. And you have you know, Kingdom Death has 28, not including the 16 expansions on their way from Kickstarter. Munchkin, Munchkin has 139. Oh, uh, I don't know if you, I don't know. If Munchkin has a lot of yeah. like, standalone games, right? So yeah, like what's too much? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think yeah. in my mind, too much is when people stop buying. You're producing expansions, yeah. people aren't buying. I think that's when you need to. You're like, okay, that's too much. Right. Right. I also think they could, instead of making expansions, they could just reprint a game with extra expansions already in it. Okay. Or like a deluxe edition, you know, so that people, so that that gets out there more than like, oh, I got to go buy this expansion or whatever. Maybe you, instead of making expansions, you just kind of make better pieces, right? Make more expensive versions of the game. Yeah. That's my thought. But uh, but I will say that you're naming all these things with large number of expansions. Magic has the most, probably, expansions ever. <laughs> <laughs> the game is based on expansions right <laughs> right in fact just think of it like they they use it to just they retheme old cards in it they use like some sort of they use like a thing in math called combinatorics to kind of just rebalance the cards and then their rare cards are just slightly better than their like normal cards using like a formula mm-hmm. and then when you have too many cards you just kind of have this thing called a bracket and you rotate out sets nice right but i guess you can't really do that for like carcassonne <laughs> Right, you can't really rotate. I, I guess you could just not play sets. Yeah. Oh, I. Oh, here's the other thing. When a game runs out of mechanics, right? So, oh, yeah. so is the game? So you gotta think about: it. is the game set up to have infinite amount of mechanics, and can it run out of them? Right. So, like Magic right. is a great example that, like, will it ever run out of mechanics? I don't know. <laughs> it's set up to have unlimited amount of mechanics, but I'm sure there's a limit on it. I'm sure at some point they'll be like, okay, we can't make this game anymore. <laughs> we made every card. <laughs> You know, every card ever. Right. But the game is made so that they can add rules. Right. But like in a game like, I don't know, Catan, for instance, I feel like you could run out of ways because your system is kind of structured in a way that you can't add too many things. That makes sense. Right. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not one to buy all the expansions to stuff. Okay. I think like I bought 
the expansions for Everdell because that that game sort of just like meant something to me. But like, I just like, I'm not a type of person that just goes out and buys expansions. So it's a tough sell for me. So that's why like, I, I think it really just, it needs to add so much to the game for me, for me to per- make that extra purchase when I could just spend that money on like a different board game, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And and I agree with that 100% too. You know, I was pretty happy with just getting the Marvel Champions living card game base set. And then finally there was an expansion that came out where I'm like, oh, I really like the idea behind that Guardians of the Galaxy, right? That's right. So I'm like, oh, I'll buy into that. But they also released one with the Red Skull and I'm like, eh, I don't care. And then they release other decks and you're like, yeah, some of those decks look cool. But I'm not going to buy it right now. Maybe I'll buy it when there's an expansion that I want to play with it. You know, right? Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> <laughs> which our Twitter friends are repping pretty hard. So I'm like, oh man, they really, <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing that all over. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> so it's sitting on my shelf right now. But basically, I'm finishing up the Arkham Horror arc, Path to Carcosa arc. I'm almost done that. I'm on the last scenario. So once I'm done that, then I'll hit up Marvel Champions again. Awesome. So I guess on that note, for a non-collectible game, like we're just talking about it, I feel like a lot of those games are not set up for unlimited amount of expansions. Maybe an expansion might be needed to just kind of solidify the game. Mm -hmm. So maybe one is good, but I don't know if you need like 10 or something you know and and i think what also bothers me is when there's an expansion that is like five expansions <laughs> like they could have been it could, it, it could have been one they could have sold it for 50 bucks but instead they're like oh we'll release all five for like 30 dollars, right and make more money yeah. i think that aggravates me yeah so i i maybe i don't like the pro book <laughs> maybe i do like a twilight imperium expansion where they're like oh you know what it's another 150 bucks which is just as expensive as a regular game but you're getting a ton of things right right well i don't know do we do we conclude how much is too much what was our conclusion of that i mean yeah i guess till you stop buying is probably like a good yeah or get bored you know i think it's a good a good it's not it's not like a definitive number but i mean when people stop biting your game then you should probably stop releasing or maybe continue releasing expansions so people will buy your game again <laughs> yeah, i don't know, I don't, like, I don't know. what's the answer yeah who's the marketing person let's see yeah, on here <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's 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 weird to look at a shelf and see like you know nine ten boxes of like the same game and be like, what the heck's all this? But I mean, I guess it's up to your your own personal choice, especially if you're a completionist and getting all those expansions for the game because you you just need to have it all. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine too. I think for me, the five expansions that Everdell has is enough, mainly because it's a lot of money that I've spent on Everdell. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they end there will they will they continue who knows no no yeah the creator said that it's time to end the game and move on yeah he's made enough he's printed enough money (laughs) (laughs) and what about us when are we gonna run out of podcast topics i think we're already there (laughs) yep i think we are too i was thinking that last night i'm like oh man i think we're running out yeah well that's cool sad day sad day it's because we're in lockdown man we can't feed off each other true yeah it's you tough. know what we'll it's do tough. we'll just we'll just like podcast the news or something yeah. <laughs> we'll <laughs> breaking news nothing's happening water <laughs> wet <laughs> breaking news i haven't left my house in a year yes. 
All right. If you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on your favorite streaming platform or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Instagram at Friday Night Games underscore official, Twitter at Friday Night GMS, on TikTok at Friday Night Games, and search for us on YouTube. If there is a game that you would like us to check out, or if you have a game that you'd like for us to preview, send us an email at info at Friday Night dot games. Until then, I'm John. And I'm Matt. And it's Friday night, so let's have some fun.